Hello everyone and welcome back to the 343 Football Podcast. It's your host Kadama today, back after a three-month hiatus. Uh, I do apologise, I've been travelling and I'm joined here today with the uh, the handsome classic duo. duo, the handsome duo, yeah. The, the greatest Ali. duo. Ali? No, Batman and Robin. Nerds. And Dowd. Hello. Batman and Robin. Is I'm Batman, of course. Did, did we establish? Is it Batman and Robin? Yeah, yeah. I'm, Batman ba- I'm, I'm, I'm Batman, you're Robin. Ah, okay. Okay, sorry yeah. bro. Yeah, back after a long, uh, long break. I know you guys have uh, put Hi, out yes. an episode or two yeah. during my uh, time time away, but um, hopefully we'll be getting back to more regular uploads. Uh, we have missed the start of the season, but you know nothing major happened apart from Haaland uh, walking the league and uh, Tuchel getting sacked and I mean, all I those know, other nice. I don't know. People keep headlines. saying that. I don't know if he has walked the league. I, I think mean, he's just played very well. Bro, he, he took a shit on the league. Hasn't took sh- it's it's too early. Come on, it's too I'm early. I'm sure he's got like the most goals in a like. Yeah, it's like um, it's like it's like eleven goals in six few, games or yeah, something. After six games or something, broke a record or whatever it was. Ah, it's, it's a bit early, man. Ten, ten, ten goals so far this season. Let's talk about Mitrovic. Six goals though. That guy. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. No, definitely we've missed a lot over if the start of the season. If he had service sure. like what Man City give, I think he could get at least nine. I don't think Mitrovic <laughs> is on Haaland's level. Like yeah, but you, like Mitro's on fire. Your defense is terrified. Yeah, <laughs> but. No, it's Will Griggs on fire. No, but there's a, there's another run edition of no, Mitro on fire. Is no, but Will Griggs on fire is the best one. Yeah, it is. Let's yeah, be honest. It is. But only because it's like a nobody player and it's like, it's kind of a novelty that he's known for a song. But uh, yeah, we've missed a lot over the start of the season. I know our coverage has been, you know, a bit a bit weak. But speaking of things that uh, were making headlines in the Premier League, uh, Thomas Tuchel sacked uh, last week. Yeah. And then Crazy. Todd, Todd Bowley, the... Uh, uh, Captain America in uh, in the Premier League uh, coming out with a massive uh, suggestion about an all-star game which is uh, the talk of the week really just wanted to get your guys thoughts on that I like it because he's not saying he's not saying let's change it up altogether he's just saying why don't we try this and that's what I like I like I like additions to the the whole st- historical cultural aspect of the Premier League like obviously the Super League was a bit of like, oh, well, we're leaving the other clubs behind, uh, which ruins the whole thing. But this just sounds like a, a really good, uh, I don't know, a really good suggestion, in my opinion. It's like, obviously, what you know, they're making changes. You know, UEFA's got that Conference League. I, I quite like the Conference League. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's on the same, like, it's not akin to the Conference League and what it brings. I think, I think a lot of people hated it just because an American said it. And I kind of understand that because no, like, there's a it's, certain it's pushback on anything it's, American it's, it's in the UK. It's more on where is he going to fit this game after 50, that, 60 games? That's my main issue with it. Like, are you can put this in pre-season? Where is this going to fit? My, my other main issue with it, or the other reason that I'm really strongly against it, is that I feel like in American sports it makes sense because they've got the draft system and every team has a certain player or two that can start, mm-hmm. in any, like start for any team. But yeah, with the Premier does, League... Does the Major League Baseball have a draft system? I'm pretty sure, yeah. They, I all, think, they I think all do, yeah. I think most American sports have that. Oh, just, so, just football doesn't. Uh, soccer. Well, like, yeah, like soccer. our, our football. No, soccer does have some, like, weird elements, though, to it, where there's no relegations and stuff, right, in the MLS and stuff Yeah, like in the MLS it doesn't have that. And it's split in conferences, so you could yeah, have, like, a uh, uh, East-West. East-West. East-West uh, all-star game. But with the Premier League, if you were to do a North-South divide, you just have Liverpool-Man City versus, yeah, like, the rest. Uh, I think that that's it. Yeah, the South All Star team sounds quite interesting. Maybe if we did Northeast versus Northwest, 
Midlands and no, southeast no, and south if, if, if they should do something like Southwest, that. Southwest, obviously, relegated. No, you're just one step no. away from creating a Premier no, League there. If, whatever. No, if, if, if you want to do something like that, you can only have like one player from each team or something. So you can have like, like yeah, 10 North West have to do that. teams. Yeah, they'll have to do that. Yeah. yeah, but then it's be... like, who are you going to start from freaking, I don't know, Bournemouth? Like, nobody wants to see. Like, you know, like, 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> my guy, yeah. yeah, no disrespect for Bournemouth, but <laughs> I just feel like the representation across the leagues won't be fair enough unless you like just practically end up with two teams representing no, they, the majority of them. They, they offer depth in the bench, they offer depth on the bench, <laughs> yeah. I think, I know, like Ali said, though, like the football calendar is just too congested, congested yeah, as is. So, I think the other thing is, is that he mentioned money alongside it, so he, he what do you say, MLB. So the Major League Baseball did their all-star game this year. They made 200 million from Monday and Tuesday. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, you start this suggestion with money. So you already know where your heart is. Yeah, where, he this is not about wanted, the game. He wanted to fund the English pyramid. The pyramid. Well, how oh, well, we're funding trust? it phenomenally well compared to the rest of the world. I, I think I think we do. They're doing a good enough job. Yeah, but at the same time, like, how much can you trust the words of a venture capitalist American? Like, not to stereotype. But Look, it's yeah. it's when really it hard to, to take him serious after spending three hundred million pounds and sacking it, sacking a coach as well. Yeah, he's definitely no, come I, out in the last week and just like, like completely. Like, he kind of had that like. Yeah. No, I agree. Have you not read more about the lead up to it though? Yeah, have, the have. disagreements. Yeah, uh, the types of signings they wanted to make. Obviously, Thomas Tuchel was not was pretty much like the 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 uh, types of uh, interviews he was doing, Porsche match interviews. Uh, um, what was it? He, he, I think he won one, and then uh, what was the Champions League? Was it a win or a loss? It, it was, was a win. Loss. It was a they loss in the Champions oh, League. Oh, it was it a was loss. Yeah. Dynamo Zagreb. Yeah. yeah, and even on the in the win prior to that, he was like talking quite down on the team and. Uh, it appeared he didn't get what? what he wanted, and he got this guy called uh, you know Fafana. Well, I know yeah. he's called Fafana, but he's you know he's he's a big talent, but it didn't seem like he really really wanted him. Yeah, Thomas Tuchel though was known for having a bit of a temperamental attitude with yeah. management, where even at PSG, yeah. that's the reason. I did, he was I did mention this. So at Mainz, no, I mentioned this. At no, Mainz, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, at Mainz, he had the same thing. At Dortmund, he fell out of the board. At PSG, he fell out of the board. He was always going to fall out. But Chelsea, I said that was going to be his uh, he's downfall. Got, he's got that personality. Yeah, but ironically though, with Abramovich, it was kind of like a perfect match. You never heard of any friction between them because Abramovich did was the perfect owner for Thomas Tuchel in a way. He kind of like, well, you know, obviously he was known for sacking managers at the first, yeah, but you know trying best to sign a trouble. Type of thing. But you know best exactly in like just let let him do his job. I think we'll go a bit more into Chelsea when we discuss the Champions League uh, this week, as that's on the agenda. But uh, I would just want to go back to what Ali was saying before. Um, he, like Todd Bowley has kind of come out of this uh, Thomas Tuchel sacking and these comments uh, kind of ruined his reputation I feel like at the start he was had this like kind of um, football manager type like everyone was calling him like oh he's playing football manager and like they just kind of laughed at him like oh he didn't know what he was doing kind of had that um, Ted Lasso vibe about him like yeah. this American in the Premier League he's learning the ropes and then he's kind of just destroyed his reputation now he's turned almost everyone against him yeah yeah I mean like the, the Ronaldo thing as well like instantly he wanted Ronaldo to come it, I don't even think it was uh, you know you can tell it wasn't for footballing reasons Yeah, it could have been more for commercial reasons and just him saying well I'll sign Ronaldo did, did you see like the leaks that were coming back and forth between like Tuchel's side and like Chelsea's management side and Tuchel was saying how he was first frustrated by them when they were sitting in a meeting and someone suggested a four-four-three formation to him no way <laughs> I think I did see that online four, somewhere 4 4 3 4 4 3 yeah 
and uh, yeah, from that moment, I think it was just he like, realizes uh, this is not a footballing yeah, type of just, owner, and how much involvement he wants is that clearly he's not the right person. Yeah, he was uh, he was running out like you know on borrowed time by after that comment, I'm sure. But speaking of Ted Bowley's suggestions to how to spice up the Premier League. Um, it's time for the trivia round and I've taken inspiration oh. from that comment to go back into the history of the Premier League oh god and see this is going down down Zali I guess this will test true like historic knowledge if you really like like before we even started watching oh um, so I went back in the history of the Premier League mm-hmm. you know since it was formed in 1992 and, and tried to find which major uh, rule changes happened or introductions to the, to the league um, so I'm going to give you some uh, changes that occurred and I want you to give me when they occurred and see how good your Premier League Since history is. Since 1992. Yeah. Yeah, I'm shagged So we'll start with an easy I'm one. I'm going to give you a handshake first because I think you're going to win this. I'll be, uh, there's five five points <coughs> up for grabs. Right. We'll start off easy just to give you an idea of what I mean with these questions. Um, so which season debuted VAR in the Premier League? 20, 2020. 2019, 2020. 2019. Yeah. That's when Liverpool won the league. It was actually... Liverpool. <laughs> It was 2019, but it was the 2018-2019 season because it started. It was, was in, it? It was after the World Cup, wasn't it? Uh, no, well, you I, should know. You're I, the I, 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 I wrote down 2019 because that was the year. It was 2019. I thought it was the year. Gold decision. No, gold gold line. Gold line technology came, technology came um, really. after 2014 way, way World Cup. Before, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, let me let Rudy me just quickly think of this. Obvious goal. Did VR? Yeah, VR ruled offside. Um, Sterling's goal against Spurs in a Champions League semi-finals wasn't it or the quarter-finals or something uh, that was Ma- in the Champions League yeah that's what I'm saying oh yeah wait, wait, that's the pre- yeah we're talking about the Premier League my bad I think it might be in the season you're right though the first though it was 2019-2020 season that's why I gave you the points because you said 2019 first and I couldn't remember if it was 18-19 I thought it was 19-20 yeah 19-20 oh yeah. I'm not doing too bad so that was an easy one one no, point up to easy, Ali yeah, yeah. Um, when did the transfer window come into the Premier League. So when was there an enforced window, like time period that you could make transfers in? 1995. Uh, okay, okay. Since this is going to be guess based on time, let's give you three guesses each for each question. Uh, 1993, 1995, 1997. Wrong. 1992? No. What did you say, Dowd? No. That's not fair. Well, you've mentioned all your bloody suggestions. Yeah, Um, he's got a point. But no, you have to... No, Dowd's got a point and this is kind of unfair. Okay, 1994. No. Was that close or not, though? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, 2000, I don't know. It was actually 2002. Okay, so I, was before co- that, I was close enough. I, was close you know, enough. I didn't even know this, you know. Be- before that, um, you, you could sign anybody throughout the season. And I think there was an instance where Peter Crouch was signed in March, like on the 27th of March, and he played like um, the last seven games of the league against his old club. Um, when he moved, oh, where did he move? I, can't remember, I didn't write it down, but he Portland. moved from like... Was um, Portsmouth? Was he Roy Ramsey? It was something? Villa, I think. Ah. Can't play for Villa? I, I, I think so, yeah. Damn. It was... Uh, but that's mad, you know, because then, like, what if you just had, like, um, someone played an unreal game against you and you're like, Man City, <laughs> you just yeah. buy him next week, like, in the middle of... Uh, yeah, yeah. In the middle of the season. I can imagine I the scouts must have been like, oh, back in my day. I'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sign you the next week. Yeah, it was up. when he went from yeah. uh, Portsmouth to Aston, Aston Villa. He played fast. That's why I was going to check up. Never yeah, mind. Yeah. I'll leave that then he went back to Portsmouth after that for the 2005 FA Cup. It was 2008, yeah. Damn. Good old Crouchy. All right, this one is a bit more famous. um, So I'm hoping you guys get it. Might give you one guess for it. Uh, When did the Bosman rule come into effect? Uh, 94? I'll wait, I'll wait. 
Oh, I know what it is. I want to say 1993. Incorrect on both guesses there. It's 2000. No, Bosman came in, obviously, when Bosman was playing, and then the Bosman rule came out. Yeah, but... He's he in the 90s, I know that. He signed, I remember. It was in the 90s. Oh, man. Well, we've lost it now. 1998. 1999. 95. 95? I was, I was thinking 95. 96, but uh, never mind. Oh, oh well. well. Yeah, mad rule that. You know, looking back, though, I was like, there's so many... Like, I didn't even write down all of them. This is quite recent history, you know. Um, there was one where... I didn't even realise this was a rule, where you couldn't... Um, change your entire starting eleven from one week to the other. I think there was like a limit on how many players you could change from starting one starting eleven from one week to the Damn. next. That's interesting. And then like Sir Alex Ferguson complained, is like, well, if we have a twenty-five man squad, of, co- of course he's going to complain, isn't he? Yeah, well, of course. <laughs> it's for the better, to be fair. Because he's probably had the best squads in it. That's why he was That's uh, it. as successful as he was. Um, yeah, he's like, well, you got a twenty-five man squad. What's the point? If we can't like <laughs> Liverpool side coming out there, Ali. All right, this one is actually really interesting when I read it. Um, which season featured a one-time only four-team relegation? Four-team relegation? Ooh, uh, 94, oh, 94, 95? 94. Okay, I was close. Yeah. What was that reason again? Right, so the league originally started with 22 teams and then they realised early on that it's really only big enough for 20. So what they did was relegate four teams and then only promote yeah, two. Yeah, I think, I think Newcastle was the team which stayed up, wasn't it? I, I didn't look at the the season. I think, I think Newcastle remember, came up that season. Black, yeah. Blackburn came up, didn't they? It kind of reminded me of the time because they only I'm let two pro. teams uh, promote from the championship. Kind of reminded me of the time that Tottenham finished fourth, but Chelsea won the Champions League, so then they lost their spot. No way. Because um, that happened at Everton against Liverpool as well. So Everton finished fourth. Did it? I thought, that, I thought that was season. no. I don't think so. You know, did not. No, I, think sure. played, I remember distinctly that the they fifth? changed the rule that the year after. So they brought in that rule for the year Tottenham finished fourth, and then they just decided it was pretty dumb, and they removed it, making Tottenham the only team to have ever suffered on the hands of that rule. <laughs> Suckers, <laughs> Spurs to uh, Spurs, they don't know. Freaking yeah. hell! Yeah, only Spurs. But yeah, 1994, 22 teams to 20, so they relegated four teams that season, Damn. which is. Um, which is uh, interesting. And then the last one. Yeah, my birth by the so Ali's won this, by the way, because he's won yeah, oh, yeah. two points yeah. and you've only got zero. So zero. there's only one left. Which season debuted the back pass rule? 1993. I guess that's wrong. Uh, back pass rule. Yeah. That is It was actually the inaugural season. 1992 was the season they changed it. Oh, you know what I was thinking season. though? Because... Because of the Euros, because Denmark won the Euros because of the back pass. Yeah. That was like the season afterwards. I think it wasn't that Euros, it was the one before. Yeah, was it on 92 Euros? Yeah, it was. 92. That's, yeah, what so I was that, yeah, That's yeah. why I went in 1993, because I thought the season afterwards. Right, right, but the season afterwards would start in 92. Oh, yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah. 92, 93. But season, I saw yeah. this, right? Because it was like a clip that someone had made a compilation of the like inaugural Premier League season. I was so close. And all the teams hadn't really gotten used to the back pass rule yet. So, so, so many penalties. like defensive like calamities where they're like they were just like unsure of whether to pass it back or not and they end up like getting the ball poached and something and like oh, someone scored. Class. Or like so many back passes in general. All doubt. Shake your hand person one again. But yeah there was quite a few uh, interesting rule changes. I thought you were gonna do the one where where it became a yellow card for taking your shirt off. There was another one where they changed... 2009. Yeah, bookings was a lot of them, but I I thought they were a bit boring. There was one where it was like, um, they changed it from bookings, like yellow card accumulation, uh, counting across all the competitions, domestic competitions, and then they changed it, so it was per competition if you racked up yellow cards. Yeah. What were the ones where, like, uh, an interesting one would be, 
uh, where you're not allowed to kung fu kick uh, a spectator. <laughs> 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 the crazy yes. uh, the Eric Cantona didn't get the memo on that one. Uh, no, he didn't. Yeah. Did they change any rules for him? <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably changed some rules for Roy Keane as well. That knocking back, like, oh, yeah. conduct. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, a lot of uh, who knows what they'll bring out next. If Todd Bowley has anything to say about it, it'll be a lot more Americanized draft system, maybe. Uh, like to be fair, if they took transfers out of Manchester United's hands, that might be an actual advantage for them. Ooh. So maybe we don't want to see that. Or if they actually force Liverpool to make transfers, that might be <laughs> beneficial. I mean, I, you have to say Liverpool's transfer market activity has been pretty savvy and successful so far-ish. But I mean, they've had a they've had an issue in the last couple of years where they should be rebuilding from their older. I feel like age they've had squad. a few flops now. Where since Edwards left, especially Edwards just left recently though. He just left like literally in the summer. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about Nunes, but <laughs> I was going to actually ma- firstly mention Cater uh, uh, as well. And they've had a few flops, like Solanke yeah, as well. Solanke was under the... He was in the Klopp era, wasn't he? Was yeah, he but he was a free transfer. Was he? Yeah, he was a free transfer. We saw him £15 million pounds of Bournemouth. Yeah. Well, I think it was £20 million maybe. I can't remember. One or the savvy. other. Savvy? That's savvy. That. They are savvy, but I not every transfer is worth that. Naby Keita was a bit of a stinker. Like, How much did you sell Ryan Brewster for? Sold him for twenty-three million, bro. Proper yeah. savvy that piece is. of work, that man. Came so through the Liverpool Academy. There's no way. There's no way that was money laundering, man. Do you remember when, like, Arthur went? Uh, Pjanic switched from Juventus to uh, Barcelona. I, like, I think the Arthur loan's all right, though. Arthur no, no, Mar- no, not, not yeah. the Liverpool one. I don't yeah. remember when I mean, he was. Yeah, um, I know. Just going back to the Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's an alright piece of tr- piece of transfer. There. I don't know. I just feel like there's been enough examples now where Liverpool have uh, not really come out. Uh, like looking the best in terms of know, their Luz transfers. Diaz is, is a phenomenal signing. Diego Absolutely Jota, phenomenal. Um, I think Thiago's. I, I thought Thiago's yeah. class. I thought Maybe Thiago's just a flop, then. but just Kater. No, what about Chamberlain as well? He was class. No, was he, too injury he, for before before his injury. I yeah. actually was so surprised how good he, he played like for Liverpool. A good eighteen months. Well, yeah, but he got injured. Was yeah. it? Okay, how much did you buy him for thirty mil? Yeah, it's around thirty million. Thirty mil. And he's still of decent. Good football. He's still he doesn't decent even play now. now. He doesn't even play. Like he doesn't get in the team, bro. That's a thing. He, he doesn't get in the team, but he's still decent. But also, like with Liverpool, sometimes it's not just the transfers that they've made; it's the transfers they haven't made. Where yeah. look at them now; they're always playing catch up, even though they've got money. Yeah, and they because spend they were in kind of for Haaland, but then he basically said it was never going to happen. Yeah, no one was really in for Haaland. Apart I don't. From City I don't think. I don't think any Mio, Mino Raiola I mean, agent will Firmino? get there. Firmino as well. Firmino was a good signing. No, I'm talking about like like a Mino Raiola player. I don't think any of them will come to. Well, they didn't say they're paying double. So what happened? Yeah, because the money they paid for the release course from Dortmund was yeah. ha- almost how much they paid in con- uh, agent fees and contract like, signing yeah. bonus. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No so, way. No, no, seriously. So it cost like 140, 150 million. No, no, it was like 100 million. No, it was more than that. No if, if you include way. his actual contract, it's, it's more. Yeah, than but that. you don't really include contracts in the transfer. You can include that's, signing that's, bonus. That's phenomenal. Fees. No, like that is actually. I'm pretty crazy. sure Rayola made yeah. like 40 million from that. I, I, my max on football manager 640k. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting back to uh, Rayola. So what happened was, you know, when Baltari was at Liverpool, yeah. Um, Mino kind of like slide Klopp off with saying, you know, he, he's a, you know, he he said some bad words and Klopp didn't like it and just didn't sign any of his players. Damn. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound like a nice uh, person. Mino. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You know, he's passed away now. I was just thinking that transfer happened in the summer, but wait a minute, who then? Who took all that money? Well, there's agency. Is I think his sister runs the agency. Who's a lawyer? Is that that what happened though? Yeah. So what is it? What What's it called now? Don't know. Don't care. Probably Uh. had to fleece big clubs one on one. I don't know. Mm. 
Yeah. Speaking of Liverpool, let's jump into the Champions League action, which is what we'll be discussing today, and we'll start with them. A 2-1 win over Ajax. Uh, good improvement good from win, the Napoli game. A good win, but still shaky signs there, don't you think? Ali? Yeah, yeah, the shaky well, signs. What did Klopp say? He said it was an unrecognisable Liverpool. No, back, but you need back to remember to, back to something similar to what they used to do. Nah, nah, nah. I wouldn't agree with that. I think I think Klopp's just seen that for himself. But Mate, twenty-four sh- total shots, ten shots on target, fifty-seven percent possession. You expected uh, goals were two point two. Ajax, Ajax are a good team. Point three though. You you did you did shut them down. No, it was a good win, but my point was that it wasn't as convincing as they usually make it at home in the Champions League. You know what it is? Like take it, like you know you can state the facts right about the match stats, but. Needing to wait until the 89th minute to win at home from a corner. And it was a goal-line goal yeah. decision as well. Yeah. So, I get yeah. that. I get that, but I take into consideration Liverpool played in every single game. It's, it's no excuse. They played every single game, every competition last season. And then they had the international games. Did they get enough time to rest? Yeah. They get injuries in there. I'm not making excuses because regardless, you, they have no, to win. It's, a valid, it's a valid excuse. No, 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 no. They, they have to turn up and perform at the end of the day. Yeah. But I'm just saying, there is a reason behind it. It's not an excuse. There's a difference. You know, at that, the end of the yeah. day, I expect Liverpool to win. You so is that what, I mean? what you think that's going on in the Liverpool team? Yeah, and obviously they didn't make the right signs and find some creative spark in midfield. But they did spend do, big do, money on Nunes, though. Do you, well, you say creative spark in midfield. Do you, are you convinced by Elliot? Elliot's been one he's, of the best players. He's all right, players. but I, I'm not, I I'm, don't agree. I, I'm not. There's, there's levels to best players, and there's levels to what what you want from a player. Do he look might look good? He might look like he's trying really hard. So was Curtis Jones la, uh, last nah, season. Curtis Jones has fallen off a bit, hasn't he? Yeah, but this is the thing, right? Mm. So like Luis Diaz, right? When he initially came on, everybody was like, "Oh, this guy just runs, runs, runs." It looks like he's trying loads. He looks like he's he's trying all the right things, and he, he's got an end product. Unfortunately, I don't. I, the end product for Harvey Elliott. It looks like he's like one of those like really good players trying all the things. Will be really good on the stats wise, but there's no end product. That's one of the, the one of the problems, and I think that's that's one of the problems like in like uh, mid to uh, top level clubs where their players look good, but there's no end product. They can't win, and that's the difference between a top club and a and a. But, a, a, but Liverpool should be relying on Harvey Elliott. Yeah, I think that's the he's not, yeah, he's not good enough. I, think, I don't think. I think he has been one of their te- top four. Performing midfielders, maybe the most performing midfielder, which is a worrying sign for a team like Liverpool. That's what unless the player, know, you know, unless I the player know. is a regen, like unless he's on the level of Pedri, where an eighteen-year-old Gavi and like Musiala, where like teenagers are good Bellingham. enough to be the best players. We all know Harvey Elliott isn't the best midfielder. At Liverpool. He isn't there, man. Come on. But the fact that he's performing at the best level is a worrying sign. You think Do you he's see what performing I mean? at the best? I don't think. I is. think he was really good recently. I, I, I think I'm looking at his games. I've watched him. I think he's yes, he's he's tracking the ball down. When he's got a possession, his his turnover is very simple. I think it's like uh, safe turnover. I think he is because if you look at his competition, you have to remember Thiago was out injured. Fabinho has been uh, coming back. Thiago's from injury. back and Fabinho's yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, they're back yeah. now. For they're back now. Before that, he was starting in midfield with Henderson, Henderson and Milner. Milner, and he was outshining them. Obviously, I mean Henderson has declined a little bit. Milner, you know, you can understand the guys like what. I'll give you an example. Right? I'll give you an example. Would you say Ericsson? Um, has been more effective in his midfield How's role. How's United gotten in this conversation? No, no, I'm League? just giving you an example because, like Ericsson probably doesn't work as hard but is smart enough to get an end product and that's the difference with Harvey Elliott he's a bit of a headless chicken it looks like he's doing bro, fucking class bro, 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 bro. but there's okay. no end product to that 
Okay, okay. We're talking about a nineteen-year-old kid, and we're talking about someone who's played in the Champions League final, played in different competitions, played for Ajax, played for Spurs, went into Milan, came came back to came back to Brentford, played for Manchester United. You're talking about someone who has experience, there, bro. I don't really expect what you want from his role in He's the team. He's nineteen years is, old, bro. Like, do you know what, yeah, what, what is his role in the team? Actually, yeah, I should yeah, probably ask that. Exactly. Yeah. You're asking for end product, but his role in the team is not to be a creator or, or he's like. Yeah. What is he a, then? A, is he a mopper? Like. What does Klopp want from his midfielders? Unless you're Thiago, those moppers. No, initially he wasn't in there to replace Thiago. Uh, 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 like a Kante uh, mop. No, no, but initially Renan is pressing. Can someone just say mop? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, initially Jurgen mop man. Uh, initially he was a, he was a right winger when he was on loan at Blackburn. Yeah, 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 I remember. Yeah, and he, he was tearing up in the Championship, and I don't know why Klopp's put him in this midfield. He should he should be up front. Personally speaking, I think. Well, he's not going to be. think he should replace Salah? No, no, no. no. Why not? Exactly. That's why. That's your answer right there. Behave, man. Behave, man. Behave. Come on, don't be a child. Well, yeah, but speaking of um, the Liverpool team in general and like their, you know, sluggish start to the season, um, Salah did get a goal uh, Tuesday night. There's vintage Salah um, there, though. I still feel yeah. like when I watch him, though, he just seems to have regressed a little bit. And I don't know whether it's burnout since the AFCON that everyone, like all the Liverpool fans are saying, like he just came back from the Africa Nations and he was like mentally exhausted after that loss. Put too much pressure on himself, I think, maybe. I think, I think there's too much pressure on himself, especially what he said at the end of the season last year. He was like, I want to try and get 40 goals. And he's yeah. trying, you could tell he's trying really, really hard. And maybe the World Cup will give him a good break because yeah. he'll be one of the players not going. And he just looks tired. I think, you know, when players reach that high of a level, you know, not to bring Messi and Ronaldo into the debate, but it kind of shows you just how insane their consistency was. Because Salah did reach insane heights uh, in his time at Liverpool. Um, and it just goes to show that like one bad thing can like really derail your form for a while, and he's well, yeah. just looks like he needs a bit of a break, a bit of a reset. Well, yeah, he's been very unlucky though. He's been very unlucky. Very unlucky. Like no. he, 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 like if you know, like if he timed so, uh, a couple of shots just slightly, a s- half a second earlier, half a second later, it would have been a goal. It wouldn't have hit the post. It wouldn't have hit somebody I else. I don't just think that though. I think you know, losing the African Nations final against Senegal. Then you know, not turn up to the world. What's called not win the World Cup qualifier, which is better win against Senegal again, yeah. and then losing the Champions League final to a team which you know, which had a player which dislocated your shoulder. You know, mentally you could you know, yeah. Yeah. Up a bit. Well, Liverpool don't play he, again he now um, until October, is it? They I don't play, play again. Rangers next or something? Um, no, you. I think I that's it. Uh, you play Rangers after. The first of October, so after Can't you, wait to slap them because your match against Chelsea was postponed, obviously due to the. Um, I I could have got tickets to that as well. Yeah, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, when on the board in Champions League, it was never really going to be a situation where they were going to be threatening. Uh, not not. I just want to remind everyone. I think I yeah. think Napoli is the bogey team Liverpool because I can't remember the last yeah. time Liverpool beat Napoli. It was a it was a it was a season Napoli where they playing good man. Napoli playing good man. Yeah. Yeah. They, they always beat Liverpool, so you know I was kind of expecting the, that not not a dominant result as they had, but I was expecting them to win. Yeah, well, like I said, it was a good win. They were never really like threatening, not qualifying from the group stages, and maybe this break now uh, for the international break, um, and due to their postponed game, will give some uh, players some time to refresh. Uh, but moving on to the other English team that played on Tuesday night. Tottenham losing 2 0 out in front of Sporting. Uh, yeah, very uncharacteristic of uh, Antonio Conte team. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> to to you say lose it at the end. No, well, no, I'm no, being serious. But, like, but it's very characteristic of a Conte team yeah, to do co- terribly in Europe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, what can you even like attribute this 
terrible European form that Conte has too, really. I mean, why is he such a good domestic manager? Maybe he's such a bad rate. European manager. Yeah. I don't think anyone doesn't rate the yeah, Champions I don't, I don't think it's that. Especially a team that's actually been recently in the final, you know? I don't know. Like, Spurs is clearly not the Some issue. Some people here. might have, like, underlying issues. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, I don't know. I, d- I think that's one of those things where it might be just, like, one of those bogey things. He's probably had, like, uh, somebody, I don't know, on a night out say you'll never do well in the European no but his European like, uh, record is really bad I mean I know it's, it's really really bad with Chelsea it was pretty bad uh, Inter Milan the only time he did well shy. with Inter Milan was when was he got to UV as didn't well? he get to the Europa League final with Inter Milan that was like the only time yeah, they lost that's, it that's they the, lost the, it to Sevilla yeah, yeah they did yes well everyone loses the Europa League final to Sevilla but I think one of the issues that Conte seems to have is in the league your prepared preparedness for a game matters a lot more t- in terms of tactically mm-hmm. I think there's a lot more nuance in how you tactically approach a game in the Premier League and he gets the entire week to practice and there's like a lot more data on the team he's playing and he knows how to set up for them but in the Champions League if you look at recent successes from teams like Real Madrid I think it was Carlo Ancelotti that said himself like I don't really tell these guys what to do like he gives them a basic shape and then the players kind of run the games themselves mm-hmm. also you know everyone has that luxury but he, te- he seems to be too uh, rigid in his approaches in games in the Champions League. I mean, he only made one substitution on the night, by the way. And he had five available. Yeah. So, I don't know what it is with Conte. Like, he just seems too stubborn in his approaches. And, like, he kind of, like, waits for a game to eventually work out the mm-hmm. way he expected to until it's too late. I mean, one substitution is pretty I mean, poor. He did, he did beat Marseille 2-0. Yeah, but Marseille have, lost, Marseille have lost 15 of their last 16 Champions League matches. True. <laughs> so Marseille in the Champions League is, is no Frankfurt. and Frankfurt aren't no ball. To, to bark about yeah did you see that yeah. with the fireworks that the Marseille fans absolutely horrific stuff um, there was one Frankfurt uh, w- uh, fan a woman that got hit in the neck with a f- firework holy shit yeah she Mar- was in uh, critical Marseille condition Marseille so wish, wish her nuts, speed man. of recovery like it was pretty disgusting it, scenes yeah. Yeah. wouldn't be surprised if a heavy fine and like some uh, you know some yeah. consequences come their way soon this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tottenham, do you reckon they're looking at the Champions League? How do you reckon they're, like a team like Tottenham really is approaching the Champions League in the league this season? Like, mm, I don't know. I mean, if you ask them, they will obviously say, and if you ask their fans, we're a big club, we want to be challenging for everything. But do you reckon like the Champions League really affects Conte's um, you know, achievements, like perception of his he, achievements? I think it? if he gets what he wants from this team... He's probably looking at trying to challenge for the for the title, isn't he? In the league, yeah. So you think I think that's even be going to be quite difficult as well. It is going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy, man. I that's, mean, that's, to be fair, be you say that, but with the current status of the state of the league, what is it? Top two is not really out of the question for some. Uh, yeah. So they're one point behind. I mean, six play, games played. Well, it's a bit early days, but yeah. I mean, coming up they on the first national really break well, now. Though. Like, I'm not going to lie, they are playing really well. I haven't even seen Harry Kane really hit it off to the uh, levels he can hit it off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the goals he's done, it, 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 I feel like they require a lot of confidence. You know, like literally just slot it into the side. Uh, it was like a pass into the goal. A few of his goals are, are just like very mature type of goals. Like put yourself in a position, get the angle, shoot. And you know, most of the time now, what they say to a lot of players is, is, you know, if you're not shooting, you're not, you know, you're not um, up, upsetting the odds to to try and score. So, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. I think uh, he's getting a lot out of the players more than I thought that it, 
I mean, I I think they're getting out of. They're playing much better than I, uh, they should. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's what he does, doesn't he? That's what he did at Chelsea. That's what he did in at Milan. Yeah, I mean, they lost one game, won one game, like you said. I think qualification will be pretty simple for them uh, in the Champions League. Marseille is not really threatening, and they should really be beating a team like Sporting in the return fixture. So I think they'll, um, you know, they'll pass quite easily to the next round. It'll be interesting to see though that once. Because obviously, given how the league started, like you said, we were, everyone's talking about how Man City is going to walk the league. But as you've mentioned, they're not really walking it so far. And they have looked vulnerable in certain games against Newcastle, against Aston Villa. So it'll be interesting to see if they let the Champions League kind of fall by the wayside and try to put all their attention in, into the into the league if they sense an opportunity there. Mm-hmm. Um, but moving on to another game, um, we had Bayern Munich against Barcelona on Tuesday. 2-0 Bayern Munich. Yeah, I think the scoreline kind of flattered, kind of flattered Bayern Munich in a way. They took yeah. their chances, Barcelona didn't. But if you watch that game, Barcelona, Barcelona should have been two up before yeah. Bayern Munich really got. I wouldn't say they dominated entirely though. No, but, but they had chances. spells where they did really well. But I think it was just vintage Bayern Munich. I think the experience, how the team have gelled over the years. I think, I think that helped them um, get the result over. You get a, another a new Barcelona team of players which haven't gelled together. Yeah, but Barcelona. Uh, you know, they kind of gambled their entire, not entire future, maybe hyperbolic, but... Pretty much their entire future, you know. But they've gambled a lot of their revenue on immediate success under Xavi. They've backed him, like, incredibly well. And, you know, this was a real test for them. I think Barcelona is all a craving a win against Bayern Munich, especially the Allianz, you know, given the recent humiliations at the hands of Bayern Munich. You always get humiliated, um, man. It's, it's their favourite thing, Barcelona, let's be honest. And I think... I think Xavi will have learned a lot about his team on the night. Um, at the end of the day, if you're making chances like that and you're failing to create them, it kind of shows a lack of, you know, you know, metal when it really matters. And Lewandowski had could have had a few goals himself, but you know, other than that, I felt like uh, as soon as Mizrahi came on, the game kind of changed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I kind of before this. I think Barcelona's fixtures were a bit uh, deceiving, a bit of a red herring, because they had kind of an easy run leading up to it, mm-hmm. and they're doing well in the league, two points behind Real Madrid after five I, games. I just want to mention, you know when Barcelona lost against Bayern Munich, did you see the, um, the tweet or the Instagram post uh, Thiago Silva put up? Uh, so basically, was it last week where uh, Chelsea lost to Dynamo Zagreb? Uh, couldn't they put up a post saying, I almost joined, this, I almost joined Chelsea? Yeah, like as as like a meme thing, and then Thiago Silva um, had like popcorn in his hands. So, uh, is it what's yeah. called to mock that? But then oh, obviously, right. spoiler alert, you'll obviously mention Chelsea and yeah, yeah. Zagreb. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like just to quickly wrap up this game, it's the first game, and you know, in the group stages aren't really that important. I think with Victoria Pleasant and Inter Milan in the group, there'll be, um, you know, maybe Barcelona could. I think slip up against yeah, Milan. I, f- I think they're going to go through. But I think it'll be the two teams that that go through. I'd be surprised if it weren't. I mean, you know, Inter Milan again, not the best historically in Europe as of late. But at the end of the day, it's early doors. You know, it's hard to analyse these games sometimes. You know, after one round of the Champions League oh, or two rounds. Yeah. But I really was impressed by Barcelona. I think they've got a good chance, but I can't see them really going too far after that performance. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying their fixtures leading up to the game were a bit of a red herring because they had quite an easy run in the in the in the league um but it kind of showed that against a top team they're still lacking a bit of 
experience, yeah. a bit of uh, composure in, in the final third. Um, moving on to yesterday's games, um, we'll start off with Celtic. A, do, we can start off with Celtic if you want. A one-one draw against Shakhtar. I didn't watch the game, but as the resident Scottish football expert, we can, you can let, you can handle that if you want. Celtic. I was, well, I want to mention obviously we didn't get to talk about the Real Madrid game against Celtic. I was actually really happy with their performance. Yeah. You know, obviously, obviously they got got slapped up still, but you know, um, I think I think Tynus got to them. You know, the intensity they played at. Um, uh, much good at McGregor, Hatate. Man, they, they, they were unbelievable that game. I just want to give them a shout out for that because they, they deserve it. And the and the fans turned up. You know, uh, you know the atmosphere looked electric. I wish I could be there. Um, this game against Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, is it, it was very even. That's 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 one thing I can say. It could have went either way. Obviously, both teams were looking for the winner. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do do I think Shakhtar might have, um might have slightly been a better team because they've been in the Champions League a lot more they've had more experience whilst Celtic have I'll played. tell you who looks a real player for Shakhtar that murder guy looks yeah, he does. insane he does by the way. I think him and um, Gvara Celia or Skelia mm. yeah. Napoli have been two of the most prominent like up and coming talents so far in the Champions League this year but there's a real chance for Celtic to qualify, you know, because Leipzig have been an absolute uh, sh- like shambles recently. I think, uh, I think recently. since N- Nagelsmann left and Leipzig haven't been the same, and when uh, Ragnik left as sport yeah. director, I think they've just went downhill. Well, they've recently sacked like. their manager Tedesco, haven't they? So was it, he was the coach of Schalke as well, wasn't he? Tedesco. I think so. I think yeah. Yeah. So I, I remember I he got um, he got Schalke to the Champions League and then he got humiliated by Man yeah. City. It was like three seasons ago. I think Celtic's next game is against Leipzig. I think yeah. if they get a result there, and you'd fancy them, you know, to have a chance at home against Shakhtar when they when they play them again, it could be a, a nice little story. Like to see them. I think. I don't think. I think you know qualification to the last uh, to the next round would be insane for Celtic. I mean, just the revenue uh, alone it, for yeah, a team would, from the SPL. It, it would be, be nice to see. Always like got a soft spot for Celtic, so it'd be nice to see them. I do think well. we both do. The only one doesn't is the one who likes Rangers here. That would like strangers. Yeah, you have to. You have I to, like both. No, no. You've mentioned when you, you when you were younger, you always preferred Rangers over Celtic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> see, to see each his own. To each his own. Um, well, I can't. I can't change my, my my likes and dislikes now. Bro, it's like going from Manchester United to Man City, bro. Why are you gatekeeping? Did they support Man City then? Bro, the bro. dislike button is cancelled, man. That's it. Come on, bro. Not allowed anymore. Come on, behave. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to see Celtic do well. Um, another team that their fans would like to see do well is uh, Chelsea. I mean, what has happened there? 200, 300 million spent, and now the, the it's gone off the rails very quickly. Welcome the to the Todd Bowley era. Yeah, well and truly here. Get the draft, get the All-Star games in. You know, Chelsea... Uh, yeah, I just want to get back to that Thiago Silva point. You know how he posts that Instagram post and tried to meme Kunde in Barcelona? Right, that was on the Tuesday, wasn't right. it? Yeah. The Wednesday, um, he w- he was a play the def- defender which caused the error to the goal. Yeah, he so was. So it's yeah. like it's like you freaking moron! What are you playing at? You're there on social media. Your misses on social media coming off the tube doing this whole Instagram post. Look, just just focus on what you're doing on the pitch. You don't need to do stupid things like that. You look like a right bloody moron. Yeah. Well, I watched that game because mm-hmm. I watched it. Um, with my brother who's a Chelsea fan, even though I'd prefer to have watched the City game. See <laughs> Haaland against his old club. But we'll get to that game next. But honestly, I've been watching Chelsea on like you know, every other week here and there for the past eight months. 
And yeah. I genuinely think, as well as Thomas Tuchel did, um, this might sound controversial, but like he actually had to go. Like the attack at Chelsea, personnel-wise, they're not good enough, and you can't really blame the manager for that. But at the same time, he'd clearly ran out of ideas. That their attack is honestly, for the longest time I can remember, reliant on their fullbacks. Sure, bro. Do you stuff back? Yeah, I mean, well, he's back in the league now, isn't he? Yeah, in, in but, Wolves, but yeah, I mean, Chelsea again. I, I, I don't think anyone expected Potter to come in and magically, no pun intended, fix everything. Oh, but at the same time, um, that their their attack is just lacking ideas. Yeah. It's just so static. Two players too far away. Even their goal came kind of fortuitously. It, it just with seems the, the clubs in the shambles from top to bottom, though. Like since I mean. <laughs> I, yeah. That's a, I think a bit too much. No, no, but, but I don't know right, if they are. Right, no, right. no, no. Compared to the standards of Chelsea Football Club, they're trying to win the league. They haven't done since uh, Conte was here. How many coaches have been Let's there? Have they've, been, they've been Mauricio Sarri. There's been, there's been, there's been, there's been Lampard. There's been Tuchel, and yeah. You, no, you mentioned that's those things. No, no. You can't say no, they're shambles now. Like it's a different, it's no, a different setup. No, but it's been coming. No, because it is. Chelsea was always that club that kind of. Thrived in, the, in chaos. In the last 20 years, they've been the most successful team in Britain. Yeah. Let's be honest. Right? In the last 20 years. They've always they thrived in chaos, right? But ever since, you know, towards the tail end of last season, they kind of finished, um, you know, they kind of slumped over the line, slumped over the line to top four. And then, obviously, the Russia-Ukraine war hap happened and Abramovich had to sell the club. So that stability has left. And now, you know, they get a new owner in. He's new to the sport. Is he he's as stable as him? Well, it depends. I mean, he's willing to spend money and that really accounts a lot I for stability in the I think he's got a bit of an ego, sport. though. It seems like he's got a bit of an ego because he wants to be the forefront of anything. He hasn't brought a sport he does, director, he wants, has he? He wants to put the stamp, his own stamp on the club and it's not looking good no, at the minute. It's, I mean, it's, it's fair enough if you want to do it. not but, looking good, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> cracking meme. Do it again, Dowd. Yeah, it has to be the right moment. No, 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 it's looking good, bro. Do it again, come on. It has to be the right moment. For the fans. Okay, yeah. We'll save the impressions for a trivia round maybe No, but I mean, they did all right, wasn't it? It was 1-1. I mean... Yeah, but the point... I mean, well, Graham Potter got a 9 and 3 quarters of rating. I had to find somewhere to get that in. I just want to get back to this whole Tuckle situation. Like, yeah, he deserved to get sacked, but... Is do you actually is agree that you yeah, were one yeah. of his biggest fans? I was his biggest fan in the short term. If you go back and listen to that podcast, well, I said give it a, a couple you of years. You can be a big fan for a short term. No, no, I said he's successfully short term. That's, that's some I said he's gonna, stuff. I like said he's going to win a trophy. <laughs> I said he was going to win a league. Obviously, the league didn't happen. It was a bit of a shambles. But um, do you think he was ever close to winning the league? I never. I think I I don't his know. downfall was actually not his own. To be honest with you, like I do feel like he had to go, but at the same time. Their personnel is just not up to up to scratch. I mean, Havertz really should be sold. He just hasn't shown enough anywhere near the potential yeah, he had in Lukaku Germany. As well. Obama <laughs> Yang really Lukaku as well. There's no no but not much yeah. needs to be said about him. Obama Yang was brought back in for Tuchel. Tuchel is sacked a week later, which is just honestly. You know what's the worst thing? Billy right. Gilmore. Yeah. The whole Billy Gilmore situation. Yeah, they got rid of you him because uh, Tuchel didn't want him. And no, now, but Potter wanted him. Exactly. And now exactly. he's at. Man, is that? You Potter wanted Billy. Yeah. You want a, you want a good old Man. Billy? You know? Can you put yeah. your Scottish accent on or not? Yeah. I mean, oh, who else as well? It's, You've it's got a hard one. It has to come out naturally. I don't Hakim, know. How, Hakim Ziyech has just been absolute oh. flop. You've got yeah. Werner, who was a flop. Like the money's been spent, but there's there's no spent, structure. So I've never no seen a team spend as much money as Chelsea, and then come out at the end with absolutely almost like. 
absolute zero improvement. Yeah. And I mean, the question is, is who is uh, Potter going to expel Yamas out of the team? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm telling you, if it was up to me, I would honestly tell the entire front line of Mount, Ziyech, Havertz, Lukaku's already out, but Obama Yang as well. Like I just, what, I mean, who, I mean, the yeah. jury's still out on Obama Yang, but I don't think plays really well. No, nah, Mount. No, nah, he's he's been on a decline, man. Pulisic, yeah, fair enough. Pulisic, I well. mention him, man. Hudson Odoi. Hudson Odoi is. Pulisic is one of the most overrated players in the world. I don't think anyone rates him. Hardly. Just Americans. I guess it's the Yanks. Bro, they've not heard. He's the LeBron James in soccer, man. Of soccer. Um, and uh, what you call it? A lot of Yankee references here. Sterling obviously has been really good. Since yeah, Sterling is obviously, uh, you know, proving he's been absolutely Sterling. Yeah, but, exactly. but you know what? That it was is? the puns today. Absolutely Sterling. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know what it is? It's just it's eleven bunch of individuals on on the pitch. Eleven the, bunch of individuals. Yeah, they're not. You a don't team. say. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? I like the uh, bunch. Indicating a group of individuals, like it's uh, they're not a group. Oh, it's a bunch it's a of individuals. It's a, it's no, a bunch of a group of individuals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's no, actually ironic. But, but, in but they're not they're not playing for the team. I like like uh, yeah. There's definitely an element where they kind of checked out under the manager. They kind of stopped playing for him. It was yeah. definitely there. And under Abramovich, I don't think Tuchel would have lasted as long as he did. To be honest with you, given how the season ended. Um, yeah, actually, maybe how I'm wrong pa- on that. How's he did like do though? Like, this is his first ever Champions League game, by the way. Bear who, in mind. Who do you think yeah, uh, yeah. Graham Potter will axe you in the ja- <laughs> in January? All right, man. JK rolling. <laughs> JK on a rolling, man. Like, chill out. All right, all right, all right. Well, we ho- we hope he's going to win Guardian Leviosa them off the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. Um, so, anyways, Man City. Genius. Yeah, we've got we've got a couple of minutes left. Yeah. We'll we'll close up with the city. Come on, let's rock and roll. Yeah, let's let's close through. up with the city game. Dortmund played really well. City looked completely off it until, of course, they decided to sub off Grealish and Mares, and Oof, then they looked, looked completely better. Did you see how he was like uh, ignoring the sub? Uh, uh, what, what nah. was, what's that thing called where they've got the sub uh, the number? The, the, the board. The board. Yeah. The bo- there's a specific word for it. Come on. Is it the Timex board or something like that? It's, it's, it's a stupid. Or is that just the the board. advertisement for it? I just I no. Who I the sub board? The sub board. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, it was they, terrible. They sub. Belling- Greenish and Morris off. Put on Foden and Alvarez, and the game just changed. I mean, Stones with an absolute. Wonderful I really goal, like Alvarez. Keeper, yeah, he's really really good. Um, Seventeen million pounds a bargain. I think yeah, Man City have had a transfer this season as well. Yeah, Who? I think a Haaland. lot of people are saying that now. No. They're saying Akanji, Haaland, Akanji, 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 I was surprised. That's what I'm saying. He didn't play yesterday. And, and they brought in Gomez from, which was it was Adlet maybe? I can't remember. But oh, he did, you yeah. Know, oh. You know, it's some savvy business. It's not Man City like. Yeah, they 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 really played well, um, you know, in the transfer market. Oh, for shit, sure. they signed Sergio Gomez. Yeah. Fucking hell. They signed where Calvin the Phillips as well. Where was I? Where have I been? <laughs> They've signed Calvin Phillips as well. Which oh, yeah, Calvin Phillips. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah. That, that was so, like, straight up business. You know, that's one thing that everybody keeps telling me. Like, uh, United are never, ever going to be anywhere near City because they don't know what the outlook is. City, within the first couple of weeks, done business, done deal, players in uh, to training. See, uh, they, did, they did try and negotiate for months for Cucurella, but, you know. Yeah. Okay, I think another one. You want to get back to the game? Talk about Dortmund and. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it was a wonder goal by Holland. What did you guys make of the goal? The winner. Cheat code. Cheat code. Yeah. That's it. You know, I Sa- think the pass you know, was actually better. You, than you the know, Sarah, you got you know you got the L two R two and you get the jetpack. That's yeah. what Holland is, man. No, I genuinely think the pass was uh, 
Better than the finish. I think it's getting a bit underrated. That pass was insane. Yeah, it was outside of the boot from like the wing. Just the well, weight well, on well, it. Whenever I see a ball, what call it a ball? A ball in the box outside of the boot, it looks beautiful. It's yeah, like, wow. It's actually an insane pass, to be honest, man. Cancelo is... I, I think he's going to have, like, a good World Cup, Cancelo. I think Portugal as well, like, just not to get off topic. But I feel like the guy is just insane right now. Like, he plays with so much um, freedom. Like, people always say Pep kind of kills that in players because of what happened with Grealish. But, and, um, yeah. but Cancelo is just such a fun player to watch. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Grealish, though, flop. I said it before Confirmed. I said it again. Confirmed, yeah. I think he's. All, I've always thought he was a flop. I thought it was always to do with the homegrown status uh, thing. You know, you Premier mentioned League. so you have to have yeah. enough home play homegrown players. Maybe but technically, Haaland is a homegrown player. Born in England, you wouldn't do that for a hundred million. No, because there's another one for Champions League. It has to be they have to train uh, before the ages of certain. Yeah, but you don't spend a hundred million on a spot like that. I mean, your city. Nah. 100 million is 100 it's, million it's to anyone. English tax as well, so English players are, are always well, double the price. But was that but his release clause, though? That was his release clause. Release clause no. I think 100 was million it? was his release Maybe, clause. Maybe, I think yeah. he did have a release who, clause to Champions League clubs. at that time was clubs. as good as Grealish at the time? But that's the thing, though. You're talking about... Oh, you're yeah, just yeah. Who was English? Who was English as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Who's got homegrown status? Can't who, really think of anyone, no? He was insane that season. Who would get the ladies going, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's Miss Miss Grealish, sixty nine. I'm sure she's weeping at the current <laughs> form. But uh, you were mentioning before how Man City always have their business handled early in the window. They know where everyone is going to fit into the team. But Grealish, to me, seems like uh, he sticks out like a sore thumb in their business. It just doesn't feel like he was bought for any particular need, to be honest. And I know, I'm not trying to pretend that I know more than Pep or. The Man City recruitment. Uh, I mean, team. I think I know more. Than but Pep. whenever you watch yeah. Grealish, he just does not Down seem Guardiola. like. No, yeah. but I mean, have you not seen some of the uh, interviews of, uh, uh, that he says like, "Oh, Pep's like he he's he's always thinking about doing certain things." Yeah. And Pep always like, that, yeah. is like, "Oh, well, don't do this in the match, or uh, make sure you do this." And he's like, uh, I, th- "I think he just can't cope with it." Um, he's probably not a smart enough uh, player to to probably be under Pep. Yeah, team. maybe it is an element of that. He's too inundated yeah. inundated with instructions by Pep whereas in Aston Villa he had that free creative role and his natural talent kind of shone through I think you'd do well in a Carlo Ancelotti team yeah maybe yeah I could see that definitely I think um, I mean it's still you know early to to, you can uh, confidently call him a flop at this point I think I think he had He's had one goal contribution this season already, just one or something. It's not, something like he's only had nine in the forty-four starts. He's had. Yeah, he's just not been good. I nine don't know. Goals just seems, just but when like I said when I said he was gonna be a flop, I stuck by it and I'm bloody right. And it's love it's good to be right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? This is the season for City? We say this every season, but is the Champions League finally coming to the Etihad or Nah, no. I don't think no. so. I'm not convinced yet. I'm Fair not convinced enough. either. Well that's what they bought Holland for, so we'll see. I mean Early days in the Champions League. Uh, it's just came over some interesting results as well. Juventus losing 2-1 at Benfica. Wasn't I, surprised. They just look so bad under um, Allegri. I really don't... Tuchel will be a great replacement. I think a lot of people have been saying that, yeah. A lot of Tuchel... Um, I heard Tuchel might be coming to yeah. Newcastle. Napoli again winning 3-0 against Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Ra- Very Rangers, Rangers played all right in that game, but after the red card, they were shambles. Yeah, that's, I'm really liking Napoli this season. They lost Mertens and they lost Insigne. Um, they won't win Serie A though they, they won't win Serie A they look really good though they that's look what, really that's good that's what we said last season you yeah. remember when we talked about the potentially winning league I was like that, it's not happening no, yeah but I'm on board the, again. I'm on board the Kvarat Skelje hype man that guy Ooh. against Liverpool looked yeah. ridiculous have man. they got um, Milinkovic Savic no, he's not Lazio man that's Lazio bro shit sorry my bad Forza Lazio sorry yeah, yeah. but I mean Routine. 
Napoli are top of the table. Serie A is about as competitive as it has ever been. I really, think it's just as competitive as the Premier League right now. I think it's more competitive, really. Yeah, it's uh, not yeah. as good, but it's more competitive. It's more competitive because normally Man City. I had this debate with somebody recently and uh, said how dominant Man City have been in the last three, four years. They're saying, yeah, but they've won by like, one point. I was like, regardless, you know, in history, everyone see how dominant they've been because yeah. they've won quadruples and like win league after league title, you know. And I was discussing, you know, that they can make the Premier League really boring. They could com- compare to the Scottish League, how boring that is between, you know, one team always winning it most of the time. It hmm. could just turn into that. While Bayern Munich's well, win Munich. league Last, after league after league. Ten, ten years now? You know, I think right right now, I think, I know it's a hot take, I think League One is more competitive. You look, Monaco's always there and Lille's, Lille's been there as well recently. Mm. Do you know yeah, where I'm coming from? Maybe in, it in is. Aspect of a, I thought of BNC are bringing it, bringing it up now. Hot take, The thing is, though, competitiveness doesn't really only fall, um, you know, on how many teams are challenging no, for the No, no, I get that, but... You've got but to look at how many teams are challenging for yeah. European places, relegation... No, no, I, I get that, but what I don't like is, oh, they haven't done it in the Premier League. You know, I, I, I don't... I, well, don't I, like I, I love that. that. I love that. It re- it really I'm not going to lie. Off. I'm not going to lie. If you haven't done it in the fucking Premier League, you haven't done it. Oh, shut up, man. Yeah, Messi yeah, always, never done it. Oh, yeah, Messi will always have that hanging Ma- over him. Same with Maradona, that's why you don't like him. I'm telling you, man. But I'm telling you, man, Man United should sign Messi. Yeah, you know, you know, oh. Ronaldo uh, Nazario is a phenomenon. Mm. It, it, you know, is he crap because he never did in the Premier League? Yeah, hundred well? No problem. Yeah. In the nineties, yeah, exactly. Oh, in the nineties is a different game. Yeah, hundred percent. He was sick then, man. But now you wouldn't have cut it, bro. Yeah, Mitrovic right now, he's like he's like him, bro. Ivan Tony, man. Ivan Tony, oof. Okay, we'll be here forever. Yeah, let's wrap enough. it up. We miss yeah. football. Let's we love okay, football. Let's, let's finish off with this. Who do you think is winning the Champions League this season? Quickly, it's quickly, quickly, man! It's a bit too early. Quickly, just uh, go with the good feeling. Uh, good yeah, feeling. Man United. Oh, man wait. United. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it's gonna be uh, Bayern Munich. Who do you think? Liverpool. Liverpool. Liverpool oh. always, bro. I'm gonna go with a Bayern Munich as well. But I will say this: Napoli semi-final. Napoli ain't win shit. Napoli semi-final. I will say that. Right. Well, that was all for today. Um, thanks for joining us in this Champions League roundup. We'll be back soon as possible you know trying to discuss more fingers crossed interesting topics Back for to you, bring you guys stuff yeah see you later nerds right. yeah, thank so. you cheers as always you can follow us on facebook youtube and tiktok by searching the handle 343 football that's f-u-t-b-o-l and on instagram by searching 343 football podcast you can also listen to the podcast on spotify apple podcast google podcast and stitcher and all other major podcast networks <laughs>